Welcome to the Business Intuition Podcast, the place where you can learn to trust your intuition to make business decisions without having to meditate for hours, wear crystals, or give up on coffee or wine. You don't have to leave your IQ at the door. Embrace intuitive intelligence to create a business that lights you up and finally experience the success that you deserve. Hello, my dear friends. I'm here for another episode of um, my podcast. And today is Q&A. I'm really, really excited because the members of my community have asked some really great questions. And um, it was a bit hard to choose which one to pick for today. But as as I know that there will be many, many more Q&As, I just went ahead with Hannah Law's question, sorry. I was going to say Hannah Law Photographer because that's who she is. And I want you to check her out on on social media. She's a wonderful photographer that lives in Scotland and specializes in supporting women to feel um, the best way they can. And she um, loves nothing more than having women walk into her studio feeling insecure, about their own body image and living feeling like goddesses. Now, obviously, this is not her words. That's how I interpret her work. Uh, She also works online. So I have actually worked with Hannah um, in a package that helped me take some really good selfies. Um, So anyway, she asked a brilliant question, which is, how can I blend my intuition with my logical brain? So, Hannah, thank you so much for asking this question. And um, for all my listeners, if you want to uh, find out more about Hannah, there's two ways to do that. I will have the link to her profile in the show notes. But also, why not join my Facebook community, uh, The Intuition Revolution uh, for Brilliant Entrepreneurs, and you will find Hannah there in my community. So I did a little drawing, which is not going to show much in um, on the podcast, but I might, well, I don't know if it's worth adding on the show notes of the brain. And I just um, put the prefrontal cortex and the amygdala. And I'm not a brain specialist by any means, um, but I have studied clinical hypnotherapy, which has given me an understanding how the mind works. And this has been instrumental in actually me tapping into my intuition and understanding how intuition works. Now, in popular culture, um, there's a lot of talk about the fact that the logic is in the right brain and the intuition in the left brain. Scientifically, this is actually not true. There are functions of the brain that are performed in the left, languages, for example, and others in the right but there are no people who are more right than left, okay? So let's park that aside. However, we all have a prefrontal prefrontal cortex and we all have an amygdala. And let me explain how they work together. So the prefrontal cortex is going to, um, what happens is as soon as we have a thought, as soon as we react to our environment and let it be clear, that our beliefs filters our reality. So the moment we see a situation, we can have a positive 
thought about it or we can have a negative thought about it. And I'm not about, um, you know, being positive at all costs. Please don't, don't take it this way. I just want to explain to you how when you make a choice of how you look at a situation, it has an impact on how you think, how you feel, because your body will be flooded with hormones that correspond to the feeling that you're going to create in yourself, okay? So we have this incredible responsibility. So every time we have a thought, either if it's a negative thought, it will take us into our reptile brain, which is also called the amygdala. And if we have a positive thought, we'll get into our creative brain, okay? So what I wanna say here is the real divide is not between intuition and logic. It's really about intuition and fear, intuition and negativity, okay? And so because I, intuition and fear, negativity, worry, whatever you know, um, flavor of it you choose are not compatible. You cannot be in the amygdala and connect to your intuition at the same time. Fear literally um, blasts intuition out. So I explain this in more detail in the book I'm writing at the moment, The Intuitive Revolution in Business, is that you have to make a conscious choice to step out of fear and to deal with your fear. Now, of course, we all have fears and we will always have fears, okay? This is a given. And there's a reason for this. The amygdala is here to keep us safe. So that's a wonderful mechanism. But our amygdala is not able to make the difference between real fear and imagined fear. And in a world now that we live that is all about the imagination, about entertainment, about films, about you know, uh, fiction, we are feeding our brain um, food that affects our intuition. The more negativity we consume, uh, whether in terms of entertainment or news, the more we will impact our intuition because we flood our bodies with adrenaline and cortisol, and these are not conducive to intuition, right? So I want you to look at uh, fear and intuition as two sides of a magnet, yeah? They just can't gel together, right? So if you stopped worrying for a moment and engaged in an activity that lights you up, right? Cooking, crafting, dancing, singing, exercise, driving, laughing, you choose your pick, right? You might have something else. Then what will happen is that the sun will start to filter through the clouds. If you imagine the clouds as the worry, the fear, the negativity, Doing that activity will pull you out of your amygdala into your creative brain and it will be like the sun bursting through the crowds, okay? And that's when you get an intuition hit, an, uh, you know, an idea or a solution to a problem, which is really important in business. However, and I'm going to continue with the analogy of the sun and the clouds, within five seconds of you seeing the sun, um, what you think as your logical mind will step in and try and hide the sun again because it feels that the sun is a threat, okay? Um, so it's not your logical mind. It's your, um, your fear brain, right? It's your reptile brain. And it wants to hide the sun because it considered it as a threat. Because if you're too positive, something was going to happen or you're not going to see danger coming or you're going to be in la-la land and you're not going to be realistic or you'll be ungrounded. Whatever your brain thinks that it's, is wrong with being intuitive, 
is going to kick in really fast. And this is a bit what, uh, you know, Mel um, Robbins described in her book, The Five Second Rule, is that you have an idea and then your brain, like, try to destroy it. But as I said, we make the mistake of thinking it's our logical brain, but no, it's our fear brain. Now, I know these are not scientific terms, um, but please bear with me. I am not a scientist and I don't pretend to be, okay? So anyway, your logical mind... In contrast to your fear mind that will list things like, this is ridiculous, this doesn't make sense, what is X, Y, Z going to think about it? No one has done things this way before. It will ruin your reputation. So this is a voice we all know very well. We can call it the inner critic, the ego, the reptile brain. It's just purely negative. And it's here to stop you from doing something that scares you. And intuition will often ask you to do things that are a little bit scary, um, but also very exciting, right? Whereas your reptile brain wants to keep you in boring stuff, in your comfort zone, because your comfort zone is your safe zone. It wants to keep you safe. It's not, you know, bad as such. It has a purpose. It's just that in our modern society, because we don't understand how it works, it rules the game. And, it, and, and as I said, because our mind, um, our reptile brain is not able to make the difference between real danger and imagined danger, um, it tricks us all the time, right? So your true logical mind stays curious. And in fact, I'm pretty sure that scientists will agree with me that a good scientist has an open mind. They always um, come to things with the spirit of curiosity, right? So um, suppose you had this idea that comes from left field and that surprises you, that's definitely how intuition works. Your logical mind would say, why am I feeling so good about this idea? It would say, what happens when I felt good about an idea that did not make sense before, right? It would say, what if this was the solution I was looking for? It stays curious. It doesn't draw to conclusion too quickly, but at the same time, it doesn't do what your reptile brain does, which is to like try to boost it out of your field as soon as possible. So the choice is really between fear and curiosity, right? Now let's have another scenario. You have a big problem in your business. You have brainstormed it about it for hours and you see no solution. So it's a bit different from getting an idea and then your fear um, brain kind of kicks in and tries to kick it to the curb. Here you have a problem and you want to find a solution, right? And you go around in circles. You just can't find a solution. Probably because there has been no solution in the past. You haven't seen anybody um, find a solution for this problem and you feel stuck, okay? This happens to us all the time. So we go around in circles, going from A to B and thinking, oh my God, what is this? And I, I can't do this and I can't do this and I can't do this. And it's almost like you're on a bus route and you just go through the same stop all the time. Now you need to get off the bus, right? You need to get off your train of thoughts and you need to go and do something else. Just drop the problem and do something completely different, okay? And bonus points if you can do something fun. Before you go and do something else, ask your subconscious or, or tell your brain that you want to find a solution. So it's supposed to find a solution once you're doing something else. And trust that there is a solution. Trust that it will come to you. Be curious about 
you know, how you will find it. This is the spirit and relax. Now, I know it's not always easy, especially if you have a big problem. Maybe you have a huge debt and the collectors are at the door and all this sort of stuff. And I hope you're not in that situation. But it's still important to relax because stressing about it is definitely not going to find to bring to you the solution. It definitely won't. It's going to make things worse, right? So relaxing is good. What is even better is getting into trance at that point. And a lot of people mistake trance for, you know, the, the states that hypnotists uh, put people on um, on stage to make them act like chicken or whatever it is that they do. This is not true. We get into trance in and out all day, every day in our normal lives. You know, getting into trance is any activity that you do on autopilot or maybe not completely on autopilot, but, um, you know, you walk on autopilot. You had to learn it the hard way as a toddler. You fell a lot. You had to keep going at it. But once you mastered it, unless, you know, you get an illness or something or an injury on your legs, you'll be able to walk without thinking, where should I put my foot? How, sh how far should I move it? Um, <laughs> all that sort of thing, okay? So any activity that switches off your mind and that you can do almost on autopilot, that's what you want to look for to find your solution. And this is why we find our best solutions in the shower, isn't it? Isn't that the truth? Which can be a bit frustrating because you don't usually have a pen and a paper in the shower. But anyway, so what I want to say here to sum up is that we all have an equal measure of logic and intuition, okay? The problem is we think it's either one or the other. We don't think that they can work together. The reality is they combine beautifully. That's called intuitive intelligence, okay? The more intelligence and knowledge you have in your field of business, the bigger the play field for your intuition because your intuition is literally another layer that adds itself to what you know, okay? But you need to keep an open mind and a spirit of curiosity, right? Keep asking, what if there was a solution? Well, keep asking, what if there was no problem? So I hope this episode has been helpful. I've enjoyed recording it. It's a bit shorter than the usual episode, but you know what? I can't see any reason to drag things on just so that it's the same length as another episode. That doesn't make sense to me. What I do want to tell you, and it's super important, is I am running a webinar on the 20th of September at 2.30 called Trust Your Intuition Webinar. This is a phenomenal webinar where I will teach you my four-step process to trust your intuition, intuition Sorry, to make strategic decisions in your business. So if you want to sign up, I will put the link in the show notes and please please join us. It's going to be fun. If you can't make 2.30 p.m. UK time, there will be a replay. So sign up anyway. I will see you again next week. Thank you for listening. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Business Intuition Podcast. If you like this episode, make sure you subscribe, give us a rating, and if you haven't done it yet, write a review so that more listeners can enjoy this podcast. Don't forget to join my free group on Facebook, Business Intuition for Female Entrepreneurs. 
and go on to my website to download my free workbook on the four steps to trust your intuition in business. My website is theintuitionrevolution.co.uk.